eight to kick off. All right, I think it's doing it. Okay, still offline right now. Let me keep refreshing. Nope, it's live. All right. And we're live. All right, five, four, three, two. God damn it. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every week. Thank you for being patient with us this week as we get through our technical difficulties, because we've got a terrible cast for you this week, just like every other week. We have Flamin' Werfer with us. Sup, bitches. We have Milk. I swear I didn't break it this time. Ravage. It was like that when I got here. My name is Flutter Priest. And now let's try this again. We have the most requested guest of all time, uh, particularly over in our request thread, where everyone who watches this actually asks for the guest to come online. We have Jake the Army Guy with us. Jake, thanks for joining us. Not a problem. Thank you very much for having me. Not a problem. Um, for those who are watching for the very first time, uh, welcome. We are a user-submitted podcast where the users submit what guests they want to see, and then they also submit questions for that guest, so we just make them miserable for two hours. Uh, just like every other cast, we have a drinking game, and anytime we say the word army, you guys at home drink. And of course, we're also watching the Twitch stream, where we're streaming live right now, uh, if you have any particular questions for our guests that are not included on the thread that we have on FinFiction, go ahead and post them, and we will ask them to him live. So, I think since that covers everything, because we don't have the lovely non-pencil as, as an assistant, let's jump straight into some actual interview questions. Go figure. It's uh, nine inches before you ask. Shit! <laughs> Damn it, we're going to we're gonna have to revise some Man, I think that was like half of our questions. Damn it. <laughs> well, the dong, the dong has not been expanded anymore. It doesn't need to be, baby. All right. <laughs> that, that, one, that one didn't quite come out right. It ain't going to come out right later. Try again. Boy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop talking now. No. <laughs> First interview type question. Uh, Jake, who are you and what have you done for the fandom? I have made the fandom dumber for existing. No, I'm kidding. I think, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Does everyone feel dumber or do they feel, uh, you know what, that metaphor ran away from me? Let's just keep going. Uh, my name is Jake, the Army guy. I call myself that because my name is Jake. I served in the U.S. Army, and I think you can figure out the rest. Uh, my main claim to fame is I'm a fan fiction writer. Well, I used to be. I don't really write anymore, but I wrote a couple stories that people seem to enjoy. I've also been on national TV a couple times for being a brony. And uh, so that was very spaghetti-inducing. <laughs> I also currently work for CBS Radio, so uh, no asking me to back CBS because I, like, I love my job. Uh, and past that, I used to be uh, part of FOB Equestria back when that was a thing that no one remembers because it was like five minutes long. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, then before we go too much further with the CBS radio thing, maybe we can stave off a few of those questions. We don't have to talk about your business. I was, I, I was kidding, man. I was kidding. Shit. <laughs> I was just going to ask, like, did you go into that interview process and be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm a brony. <laughs> Are you kidding? I have a tattooed on my forehead. What? How do you think he got the job in the first place, boy? All right. <laughs> first question out of, their mind, out of their mouth was, we're going to ask you the most important question of all time. Who is best brony? I said wait, wait. Applejack. The guy stood up, saluted me, and said, fuck yeah, you have the job. <laughs> Amazing. 
All right. True number, story. Question number two. How did you get into the fandom? Uh, it was actually because of uh, Meme Base, which if anyone remembers back when that was a thing. Yes, I do. Go on. Yes. But I, I saw a bunch of memes come up with people watching this pony show and talking about, you know, something about the subversion of the being dudes and liking this little cartoon show. And at first I thought it was just typical 4chan, you know, uh, promoting something even though it's crap. But then I watched an episode and one became two, two became three, and three became, holy shit, I have PT in half an hour. What the hell happened? <laughs> so... Yeah, from there and from there, it just kind of spiraled out of control and absorbed part of my life for a good while. Awesome. Well, then, uh, moving on to number three, then, what would you say is your favorite part of this fandom? Uh, the online community, fanfics, cons, music, art. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I want to off the top of my head, I want to say fan fiction because I love how fanfics. Go places where the show, by necessity, can't. Like, we can deal with a little more mature themes, like uh, pure full con clop, which, of course, is my favorite thing. Wait, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, we can deal with slightly more heady themes. We can do explore headcanons, which I think is fascinating, the way other people interpret the show. But I really honestly have to say conventions, because that's where the money is. That's where... I get to meet all my internet friends for three days and just completely nerd the fuck out. You know, mm. I get to be a normal, productive human being 362 days out of the year. For these three days, I'm just spaghetti flown out of my pockets, raging nerd. It's awesome. That's how it's done. Do you have any fun con stories you'd be willing to share with us? Hmm. I, let me think. Um... Uh, there was a time I did a rugby shot with Aquaman. That was pretty fun. <laughs> with a rugby shot. Basically what it is, is it's something he learned from his rugby team. So technically I didn't do it, but I did punch him in the face. And <laughs> no, that's, that's part of it. The way it works is he takes a shot. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. He takes a lime and squeezes it in his eye, then licks a thing of salt then takes a shot, and someone punches him in the face. And that's called a rugby shot. Jesus. <laughs> is, is, is this how Britain lost its empire? Mind you, we were all monumentally drunk at the time. And then later that night, we also did a live reading of his story, Is It Gay to Give Unicorn Mare a Horn Job? <laughs> Amazing. I have not heard of that story. I'm going to need to add it to my watch later. I, I will link it in the chat, and you can send it out. Perfect. All right. Um, next question. If there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans or your haters, what would it be? Get a life. No. <laughs> yes. No, no, I'm kidding. Obviously, I love every single one of you. Uh, it would be thanks for sticking with me for all this time. And you really, uh, without getting too serious and goopy here, uh, Y'all are a big reason why I can enjoy myself sometimes. And to all the haters, hey, man, if you're hating, you're talking about me, and that's all I really care about. That's all. All right. Nice. And then last but not least, um, I know we always say that we aren't going to do politics, but we got a little bit of a political question. 
Uh, I think you've gone on the record before and talked specifically about this um, particular view of yours, but it's um, it's a little bit of a formality. Okay. Who is best pony? Huh. You're going to throw me under the bus like that. I already said it. It's Applejack, you plebeians. That's a shame. No, it's, I mean, it's fine. We'll respect your opinion, but... <sighs> All right. Uh, now then, we have a whole bunch of questions that are out in the actual thread on Fin Fiction. Uh, we're going to start with some questions from Lieutenant Major Dude. Uh, so Check. he starts by saying, wow, so you're in the you are or slash were in the U.S. Army. My brother was in the Navy for one year, but had to be discharged and sent back home. So his first question is, what do you think of the U.S. Navy? Uh, hey, everyone needs a gay brother, you know? <laughs> no, I love, the Navy. I love the Navy. They take a lot of shit, and, you know, they give a lot of shit. But, yeah, I mean, they're... It's the thing about military branches is, is we're all brothers, which means we argue and we fight and all that good stuff, but it's all in good fun. You know, the only, ones, the only branch that takes that shit seriously is the Marines, but then again, Marines are, you know, not known for their intelligence, so... <laughs> Well, that's why they send them guys in first, you know, shoot first, ask questions later. That's My uncle was a Marine, and he'd absolutely love this. It was amazing. <laughs> you, know, you know what Marine stands for? Muscles are required, intelligence not expected. That is fucking amazing. That is amazing. And I could, ima I could imagine my 55-year-old lieutenant colonel uncle right now laughing his ass off at that because he fucking would. That's amazing, and I'm going to tell him that one when next time I see him. All right, we have a few quick questions from the chat. We have Mr. Shakespeareicles, who first asks, uh, Jake, were you at the military luncheon at Brony 2012? Or Brony yes, 2012? Uh, yes, I was, and it was a lot of fun. We got, uh, we got to meet Black Griffin before he got all elitist and too cool for school on us, which is a lot of fun. We had to eat with uh, Tara Strong and Kathy Westluck. That was really cool. Ooh. And yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of fun, you know, and that's half the reason I like going to brony cons is to meet up with all my fellow military brony pals and, you know, get blind drunk at the evening times. <laughs> well, what do you expect? No, no, when you get together? you're right, because that is totally what happens at cons. And a lot of people don't like to talk about it because sometimes these things happen like things happen when bronies get blackout drunk. Let's face it. Things happen. Mm. Uh, things will happen. I remember the spaghetti really comes out when people are drunk. Like we were <laughs> at uh, at the con of which we do not speak. You know, uh, Las Pegasus Unicon. There was a uh, the part where uh, the guy Shamrock from uh, one of the old Brony podcasts. I can't remember which one, but the, the big thing was we all got drunk, and because of some bet he made, we had to shave his head. And while we were doing that, some dude who was almost blackout drunk on the chair was, like, making out with a Dakimakura of Trixie. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, Wait, was it, it, was it And Seth? the first thing he said when he noticed us is, hey, give us some privacy. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Amazing. Yeah, if, if anyone watching has never been to a brony, uh, a brony convention and not had the chance to get blackout drunk with with some folks, it's it's an experience worth remembering because I remember yes. my first particular brony con. I, it was when I first met Sethisto, and of course, this is my first brony con, so I was all starry eyed, like ah, this is cool. But um, it was a moment where I had to take stock in that 
a stripper was grinding on him and people were chanting, go to bed. And it was just this, oh gosh, it was this crazy experience. Anyway, uh, next question. Next from, question from, did the madman go to bed? No. Motherfucking madman. Okay. Seth, of course he didn't. The stripper wasn't Trixie. Yeah. Ah. Well, no, they did give her a wizard hat, but she refused to wear it. It, it, clearly, uh-huh. clearly, that's what ruined the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> anyway, moving oh, on. Oh, jeez. Uh, second question. Uh, from L- Lieutenant Major Dude, what is your favorite Spike episode? Favorite Spike episode? Uh, hmm. Uh, see, I'm a rare... Rarity. <laughs> get what I did there? It's funny because I'm a brony. <laughs> oh anyway. God. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, you just leave that one as a mark against me. Uh, <laughs> I'm rare in that I actually like most of Spike's episodes, except for Princess Spike, which was fucking retarded. But anyway. Uh, so I probably have to say either Gauntlet of Fire or uh, Secrets of My Excess. Okay. Those are fair. Yeah, no, those aren't those aren't terrible episodes. Those aren't the thought episodes. So and the good news awesome. is that pencil isn't here, so she's not going to tell you why you're wrong in every single way. So, <laughs> but she will see this later and probably tell you at BronyCon. Oh yeah, definitely, without a doubt. I await her words, her flames. They only feed me. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, next question, uh, number three. Out of all the people who are following you, which one are you glad that he or she is following you? That's an interesting question. The one that still stuns me is short skirts and explosions. Well, you're really good friends with skirts. Like you were just well, recently on on we, Seattle's Angels with him. Yeah, we are now. But at first, when he started, our relationship started a little rocky. I don't want to get into it because it's kind of personal. Right. But uh, uh, but yeah, it's, we we weren't at first. But then he sort of forced the friendship upon us, and. Then when he when he first followed me, it was a sign of holy crap. I think I'm actually doing something right. Well, that's a good mm. feeling. Um, I know since the skirts, the skirts thing has been brought up. Uh, we have asked skirts on the cast before, and he politely declined. So, uh, sorry, you're number two, not number one. Uh, it's my station in life. <laughs> um, now then, uh, question number four. If Bruce Willis agreed to be a guest star on MLP, what would his role be? Uh, hmm. He'd have to be some sort of badass. Or a mus- no, most likely he'd be a musician because he gets that whole Bruno thing going on. So he'd, prob- he'd probably be noteworthy or something like that. Noteworthy? Yeah. Because you know the whole Bruno thing where he plays harmonica? He's, a- he's big on music, so I think oh. he'd do that and not try to be the action hero. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, it was he, a reference to something some, I had no idea what you were talking about. Like, he'd just oh, be some God. old dude. He'd just be some old pony sitting on his porch playing a harmonica. Exactly. Beautiful. I like it. Um, now then, next question. We're going to a question from Chat Penguin Lips. Uh, his question is, so what in the world happened to Jake from State Farm? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny knowledge of such events. Hmm. But the real question is, are you wearing khakis? I actually am. Oh, my God! 
They're shorts, though. They're not. They're khaki shorts, so I don't think that counts. No. I don't think it makes it better either. <laughs> I think that's about as far as we could even remotely take that joke. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to questions now from Tony Montana. Uh, first Tony question. Montana. What story were you most glad to finish? Like reading or writing? Uh, it's open-ended, so I'll leave that up to you. Uh, reading. Hmm. I think the most satisfying story I've ever read was called Earth and Sky by Warren Hutch. It's on the, my first of my favorites on my user page. Because it, really, it really is satisfying in every way, shape, and form. It's got shipping. It's got adventure. It's got action. And just the, the end of it was so satisfying. It's one of those stories where, like, you read the end and you're like, wait, no, no, there has to be more. That can't be it. But then as far as writing goes, I think the story I'm most proud of finishing is Finding Your Place. Because, I, like I said, I, I have a serious man crush on Spike. And I really, I really like the fact that I kind of got to dig into his character a little bit and uh, show what he might look like in the future and how his life might pan out. Hmm. All right. I'm glad to see I killed the chat. No, 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 no. Like you, we're trying to make sure that you get the chance to say everything that, uh, yeah, you mean to say, of course, and not trample over you. We're we're known to do that on occasion. Uh, are there any stories that you were sad to finish? Sad, sad to finish. Like again, that what does that mean? Like like, am I sad? To have like I wish I hadn't read it or finished it. I think it's well, more like you wish there was more because being sad to finish a story usually doesn't mean that there's a sad ending because you, you can get a sense of closure from a sad ending. It's more like I wish there was more here, but there isn't like like some people are sad to have finished more goes on holiday because there simply isn't more and it's on hiatus and dead for forever. Oh, uh. In that case, there's a story by anyone remember uh, Midnight Shadow, if you remember him, uh, his story King of Diamonds, which was a sequel to The Ambassador's Son. I thought it was a fantastic story. It had really good, really good use of magic, great characters. He actually borrowed one of my characters for a cameo in one of his chapters, mm -hmm. and it was just really, really starting to ramp up and starting to get really, really good, and then he just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I hate that when that, that happens. Yeah, I I totally feel that. There was a bunch of stories that I've read that were like that too. Hmm. Um, next question: Do you have any advice to people who want to begin writing? Uh, don't do what I did because apparent apparently I don't write anymore. So, but uh, if I had to be serious about it, <clears throat> I'd say seek out help because I remember the first time I wrote the first draft of the first chapter of my story under luminous sky and i wrote it and man i thought it was perfect i thought i did everything right then i took it to golden vision in the old pony chan forums mm. and said hey man check out the story i wrote isn't it really cool he fucking annihilated me like because we weren't friends yet so he just completely just said dude you suck but he gave me helpful mm -hmm. advice that's the thing is find someone to read your story behind you. Just write whatever you want and then edit it later. Hmm. 
Well, I, okay. What? Well, when I'm sitting here, it's like the, the advice I normally give with people to begin writing is to just do it and get it out. Because even if it gets blasted, you can always improve later on. It, it's not necessarily like you should write because it's fun to write, not because you're trying to be the best writer of all time. Well, yeah, and that's why I'm saying is find someone that will tell you if you're doing well or not. Don't don't get trapped in a hug box. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally Definitely. Told, okay, that's very fair. I, I understand a bit better now. I, I, I interpreted that as, like, um, don't write unless you can get help. And it's like, oh, that's – yeah. Now you can see why I was a little more – Anyway, moving on, because I'm awkward now. Uh, <laughs> number three, do you have any authors you would like to collab with? Hmm. If I still wrote, I'd love to work with George. I think he's just a fantastic author. His stories all have that little bit of heart and charm to them, even the sad ones. Mm-hmm. That uh, really, really intrigues me. And his writing style is very, it's very flowery and kind of a little bit purple. But at the same time, it's it's immensely enjoyable to read every single word. It's one one of those stories where when I read it, sometimes when I read stories, I'll skim a little bit and then skip to dialogue. He has one of those writing styles where I sit and I revel in every single word he puts down. I just think he's fantastic. So if I was still writing, I would love to work with him. He's an extremely nice and extremely approachable guy. I had the chance to meet him at Midwest Brony Fest. You should just you should message him and be like, hey, we should do this thing. People would love that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get my ass back into the rhythm of it. Do it. Mm. Throw your hat in the ring. Now then, uh, what are your top five ships? And top five ships. That means any ships with yeah. a little rare. Assuming you have that many ships. Oh, dude, I'm such a dyke-the-wool shipper. I have plenty. Trust me. Very well. Yeah, I, this, this is where I can really go into the depth where y'all would tell me, okay, it's time to stop. No, fine. Like it is time. Go for it. Top okay. five. Let's go, motherfucker. My, my favorite ship that I first ran about in one of the first long stories I ever read is uh, Macintosh and Rainbow Dash. For okay. some reason, for some reason, I just think those two would work really well together, and I just like that. My second favorite ship is probably uh, Side Spy and Sunset Shimmer, just mm-hmm. because it's adorable. I just love the idea of the ador- the adorable nerd and the slightly less dorky reformed villain. I think it would work really good together. Uh, after that, I probably uh, Spike and Sweetie Belle because I liked I just like the idea that Spike is so obsessed with rarity that he's over there all the time and he's getting to know Sweetie Belle, but never looks at her because he's only got eyes for rarity. And then whenever Rarity decides to finally break his heart and tell him it can't work, he's got someone there to comfort him. And, you know, hey, also get that advice of, hey, okay, I can't have you. I'm fucking your sister. Oh, I totally like that. Yeah. Check. So that's wait, that's three. Uh, number four, probably – I like the idea of Spitfire and Brayburn. I th- for some reason, I think they go really well together. Maybe it's just their color scheme. Ew. Y- Ew, yeah. That- no. No? No. No. No, I can't stand Braeburn. Well, neither can I. That's why I wouldn't, someone will make him shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if I had to pick one after that, probably Twiluna. I think that, you know, especially early seasons Twilight with Luna, I think would be fantastic. That's always a fascinating ship because I've only seen it done well, like, twice. 
Yeah. And that's so, it. Everything there's only, else. There's really yeah. only one ship I can't stand. Well, I actually, I don't like Intermain 6 shipping, like Rarity and someone else from the Main 6, just because I don't like the change in their dynamics. I prefer to see them as just friends. That's just my, my point of view. Yeah, but the I, one I, mm -hmm. no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, yeah, the, the one I really can't stand is Twidash, because it's fucking everywhere. And for some reason, I just don't think they would work. I really, really don't. I don't really see the appeal, so I'm with you. Mm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Well, you figure you'd have two personalities, but yeah, opposites attract. But if you think about it, they drive each other to the point of killing each other. Yeah, that's my my other other one. I really don't like is Apple Dash, just because I think they're both too headstrong, and I don't think they mesh well together. Oh yeah, they'd kill each other in less than a day. I think that's been. Uh... I think that's been well established in multiple episodes. <laughs> but you can tell you can tell they've hate fucked each other at least once or twice. Well, oh yeah, I can, I can totally see that a good hate fuck. But I mean, a they, relationship. Uh, oh, you, you can you can tell they've rubbed beans a couple times. Well, that's about it. <laughs> Jesus, and I I hate how filthy this is because still to this day, not one guest has ever said for favorite ship. Mr. and Mrs. Cake just breaks my heart every single time. <laughs> well, I because the, they are uncuckable. They are <laughs> uncuckable. When you talk about shipping, my my mind goes to taking two characters that don't aren't together in canon. So of course I love the cakes. Of course I love Shining Armor and Cadence, even though they're a little too perfect. Oh, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. they're a little too storybook. But then that's their intent. That was what they're designed to be: is storybook and all that good stuff. So. They're like a fairy tale. So, yeah, I love all those. But when I think of shipping, I think of let's force these two characters together and make them dance for my amusement. You make it sound like you're putting them in, like, a padded cell and you, there's just an intercom that says, all right, now do things. Yes, now kiss. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. What do you think story writing is? All right, next question. Sorry. No, you're fine. This you are probably great. fine. Pencil would enjoy this. Praise be unto her. Next question. Uh, will you join uh, Tony Montana in declaring war on fidget spinners? You know, I've never actually seen one live in person, so I don't think I could. To me, they're like an anomaly. They're like, they're a myth like elves and Eskimos. Oh, you yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, until I walked by someone at work and they were just on their computer with that in their hand and I'm just like oh god the autism is spreading you yes. are going to be going straight into the belly of the beast this is probably not you might as well stop calling it brony con it's gonna be fidget spinner con 2017 oh god you're right there's gonna, gonna be, be everywhere. there's gonna be pony fidget spinners you there will probably be rainbow dash fidget spinners that are blue and then have little rainbows on the outside so when you spin them you know oh, oh my god Fidget the never-ending click, click, click of fidget cubes. Oh Jesus! Hey, okay. <laughs> now I have a fidget cube, and it's great. I, I actually use it because I I uh, fumble and and it helps me focus and stuff. But it doesn't help I my just, it doesn't help my mouth words. Yeah, <laughs> I just play drums on everything. That's how I get out my energy. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Next question. Uh, would you read a story called Dragon Tits? <clears throat> Uh, probably not. 
Because reptiles don't have breasts. Right? <laughs> Alright, no. We're, we're looking at you, Enigma. I see pictures all the time on Derby Burrow of like Ember with like quadruple quadruple G cups and they're huge. And I'm like, why does she have those? And, no. some of them, and then no, and then they don't even have nipples on them. They're just shaped like that. It's like what No, is the even purpose? worse. Even worse, they have nipples and they're lactating. Oh, oh god. god! That's news for me. How to trigger a biologist. How is that news? You guys keep telling me, oh, we're a sub, we're a subgenre of the furry fandom. Lactation has been in the furry fandom for what twenty some odd years, I'm sure. It's kind of like starving children in Africa. You know it's a thing, but you just try not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a that's actually a great example. <laughs> it's actually an incredibly great example. Thanks. I'll be here all week. Um, <laughs> And then I think that pretty well covers would you read a story about dragon tits. So, uh, let's see. There's well, unless it's dragon tits created by Anon Pencil. We can totally show for her. Oh, yeah, no. Like, she wanted to make the tits shoot lava gemstones, and, and then everyone <laughs> died, and it was great. Pencil's story was great, and it was featured mm -hmm. for a little bit. Go watch it. Anyway, uh, we got a quick uh, few self-fellatio questions. Flam, do you like concentrated juice? Not really. I prefer fresh press juice, if you know what I mean. Wow, stop. <laughs> oh, my. And then a quick question for me, Office Love When. Uh, yeah, I know. I made a promise. I was going to write a thing, but then I got really sick. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> and now we have questions from Flaminowerfer. So, number uh, do you want to just read your own questions, Flam? There's no point in me reading them. Oh, uh, yes, of course. So, it. a question number one for you, Jake the Army Guy. Do you be thoughtin? You know, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Pretty much, are you a whore? Are you a massive whore? Uh, in certain ways, yeah. Just not in the sexual way. Got it. Oh yeah, and thought stands for that hoe over there. So really, oh, the more oh, that more the more you that more you know the more you fucking know. I literally just found it out last week. This so. explains a lot about my Facebook chats recently. Right? No. Right? Right? <laughs> Fuck. It explains a lot of memes, too, which is why it's become my favorite me short-term meme for a while. Anyway, number two. Do you happen, good sir, to possess the common courtesy to bestow a reachy roundy upon a fortunate fellow in whose rectum you are currently pistoning your pink-helmeted yogurt slinger into? My dear Scott, I take it as an impudence on my honor that you would even ask such a question. Of course I do. I would gladly give any man a quote-unquote handy if I am plunging myself into their rectum. It is only the gentlemanly thing to do. Well, that is very good to note, sir, because I only had a various bout of assumptions based on the coarseness of your nature. Good day to you. What the good fuck is wrong you, with us? Sir. So, question number three. Would you happen to find anything remotely amusing about the name Coculus Maximus, the terrible tallywhacker of Tripoli? Not really. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So, Sorry. now, a slightly more real-life question. Is there any military equipment that was supposed to be awesome, but when you got to personally handle it, it was actually a turd sandwich? Yes. Yes. Do when, I was a tank, when I was a tanker... They came out with the latest generation of tanks had what's called a VCSU, Vapor Compression Systems Unit, which is a big fancy word for an air conditioner. <laughs> and, and yeah, because inside, the, inside a, a 70-ton metal box in Iraq, 
it gets you're upwards of 140 degrees down inside the turret. It's unbearable. Like I went on a six-hour mission. I drank four bottles of water. Didn't have to pee once. It just Jesus. came right back out of me. So this VCSU, when we first got them, we went to uh, to Fort. Oh God, what's uh, to NTC, the National Training Center in the I forget the name of the fort. It's in California. It's in the middle of the desert, and we turned those things on, and it worked great let me tell you we were nice and cool like it was a hundred something outside it was 80 degrees inside that turret it oh was beautiful God. and then the second literally the second we hit ground in iraq every single one of them shit the bed oh God. shit <laughs> every single one of them they would blow hot air they wouldn't even work it was just terrible and of course of course the mechanics never got the parts in to fix them oh so do they just not fucking test them in like iraq like conditions I guess not, because they, they couldn't compete with that 130 degrees outside, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, they work well in 70-degree weather. They must work well all the time. You know, like, goddamn. Who needs a stress test? That's right. Oh, fuck. Silly. And last question from me. So, this is a what-if scenario. You're special forces. You were a drop behind enemy lines. Your task is to eliminate the enemy local, the local enemy commander. You can spare no weight as time is of the essence. So you are dropped down, you are dropped only the following equipment. Designated brand toilet paper from India. A single poison dart that'll kill a person instantly by exploding their penis or imploding their vagina. And a shitty flute. How do you make America proud? Hmm. Well, first thing, I probably have to take the toilet paper and, well, no, no, let me, let me think, let me think. Okay. I'm actually taking this seriously, by the way. So, uh, the first thing I have—I had toilet paper, I had the poison dart, and what was the last thing? And a shitty flute. A shitty flute. Well, first thing I do is use the flute to lure guards over to my position, and then kill and then kill them with my bare hands. And then I would sneak into the commander's home and hide, and I would sur surreptitiously remove the toilet paper from their bathroom. And then when they went in there to use the bathroom to take a shit. They would say, they say, Alu Akbar, where is my toilet paper? And then I would breach my hand in there with the bowl of toilet paper and the, the poison dart facing the same way. So as soon as he grabbed it, I would stab him with the poison dart and laugh as his penis exploded. <laughs> Beautiful. America is proud another day. Fucking golden. America lives another day. Jesus. Fucking MacGyver over here. All right, uh, that was all Flam's questions. So now we have questions from Horizon. Let's start yes. with his first one. It is a fuck, marry, kill scenario. And of course, here on the Barcast, killing yourself is always an option. Please don't actually kill yourself. You have the choice between fucking, marrying, or killing the Air Force, the Navy, and the Marines. Okay. Hmm. I'd say kill the Navy because who needs them? I would fuck the Marines because they're all in really good shape and I could use a good hate fuck. And then I'd marry, <laughs> then I'd marry the Air Force because they have the best BAH rates. BAH? Basic allowance for housing. They get more money for their houses than everyone else. Oh, beautiful. Best of all worlds. Yep. Amazing. Okay. All right, next question from Horizon. If you could press a magic button and instantly be promoted or demoted to any rank, what would you be and why? If I was still in, I'd want to be a first sergeant. 
because first sergeants can they have all the power in a company, but they never have to leave their office really. So you get to have a whole bunch of power over people, and you get to make the plans and work with soldiers and NCOs, but you also never have to like go out and get dirty. All right. And then he says, since this thread is filling up fast with army-related questions, something a little bit different. What do you look for when you're choosing a pony fic to read for pleasure? Well, first thing is, does it have my fetish? Because that's my kind of pleasure, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. What, what's your fetish, Jake? <laughs> oh, God, how much time do you have? We have uh, an okay, hour but... and 15 minutes. <laughs> okay, no, but seriously uh i love here's a, a couple of little genres i love i love fix set in the future like involving the main six's kids or a grown-up spike i love a good sh a good romance story because i'm forever alone and painfully awkward around other human beings therefore i like to live vicariously through pastel color talking ponies please kill me um and then uh, anything with a happy ending. I, I hate. I hate sad endings. I hate tragic endings. I never read tragedy. Oh, why? Why? Yeah, well, I, uh, pleasure read. This I suppose, is coming. So. This is coming from someone. I love tragedy. The idea that tragic fix are my thing. Just I don't know. I love to go to bed feeling sad at night. That, well, I, I'm, I wish I were joking. <laughs> Okay, let me, let me put it like this. There's a story called Equestria's Twilight. And what it is, is it says in the description that Celestia and Luna die, Twilight's in charge, but she can't keep the sun going, so Equestria is slowly dying. So basically, they have spoiled the ending of the story in the description. Why would I continue to read it? I already know what's going to happen. They're all going to die. Mm. And besides that, I like happy endings. I like I like it when the bad guys get what they deserve. I like it when the hero gets the girl. I like it when everyone lives happily ever after. Maybe that's maybe I'm a softy on the inside. I don't know, but I I dislike it when people who do good do do bad things get good things. Mm. Okay, that's totally fair. All right, uh, now we... if I want to get to if I read something and get depressed, I'll pick up a newspaper. Oh, yeah, you know, that's that's really it's really fair for a number of reasons that we aren't going to touch because we're here fucking, to talk about happy ponies. Fucking deep. <laughs> oh, you know, you could always turn on CNN. Oh, moving on. No, no, no. No, moving on. Moving on. Hard pass. No, uh, we're going to questions now from Famous Last Words, who starts by saying what everyone here is thinking but has not said out loud. Thank you for your service, Jake. You know, I always found it awkward to answer that question because I never know what to say. Like, if I say thank you, I feel like a turd. If I said, you know, you know, it's nothing, that makes me sound like a douchebag. You should just say you too, like ever, like a normal person. <laughs> thank you for your service. Oh, uh, you too. <laughs> no, but I, I, I feel awkward, but I'll say thank you. It, just, yes. Coming is, I don't know. I, I, I'm the type of person that will, like, do shit for people who are actually in uniform and stuff. So, I don't know. That, that question has a lot of weight for me. Anyway, moving on. Uh, now, why do you think Spike gets so much crap on this site? Because a lot of his episodes are crap. <laughs> and the, the thing, here's the thing about Spike. 
Spike can be a great character. If you look at episodes like, um, uh, oh God, what's it called? It's Lesson Zero, or um, uh, what was the the nearest episode where Pilot was babysitting Flory Hart? Uh, Whatever it was called. The episodes where, as DWK says, the common sense switch is slipped to the spike position. He's a great character. He's loyal to Twilight. He helps out where he can. All he wants to do is please people. The problem is, when the writers focus an episode on him, all they fixate on is the fact that he's a little kid. And therefore, he acts like a little kid less mature than he does in other episodes. When he's episode adjacent, like when it's a Twilight episode and he's just there, I think he does fantastic. Because they're they're not focusing on him, but when they focus on him, again, all they think is little kid. Let's have him do stupid shit, and that doesn't work. He's more mature than that in most episodes. But yeah, it's because a lot of his episodes are crap, and that pisses me off. Like there was recently a writing contest called "Make Spike Suffer," that pissed me the hell off. Really. <laughs> Um, ah. No, no, no. Um, why, why did it piss you off? Because, well, number one, I like Spike. And number two, it seems vindictive and petty that, you know, I don't like this character. Let's go make fun of him. Be, be, be. <laughs> oh, Pencil would love to hear this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that about her. I know that she does. She, she dislikes Spike. But... Yeah, I think I, she, I think she actually knows the person who made that who made that contest too. No, we ran that contest. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Um, but, but <laughs> so I'm gonna we... go now. <laughs> 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 uh, moving on to questions from Lacey Claire. Uh, in view of, oh gosh, in view that you held a contest on the subject, which is your favorite obscure pairing? Hmm. Well, from the contest itself, one that really stood out for me was Cadence and Sombra. Really? Really. I think because I, I wish we could go in more in the depth on Sombra's character, like who he was. When they brought him back for that time for uh, what, what, uh, whatever the episode where Twilight and Starlight are traveling through time, when they brought him back, I thought, yes, maybe we'll actually get a line from him. We can learn something about him. And nope, just twisters. And it, it just it pissed me off because I think no one is born an evil, ty tyrannical villain. They become that way. And I'd like to see who he was before that. Like in the comics, he had a character. He was just a normal little boy before he was like learned about his origins and was misled by someone. So I, I, I wish that we can know more about who he was before he was the tyrant of the frozen North, you know? Right. Is, um, wasn't that in the comics where, uh, him and, uh, Celestia had kind of like a romance angle. Yeah. I, Oh God, I love that arc. I love that comic arc. And then at the end he sacrifices himself and becomes evil to save everyone else. It was great. Um, since since not everyone who's watched this may, have, um, may not have been able to see that, uh, what was kind of just kind of like in summary, for something was hitting Equestria and basically Celestia or Sombra had to make a decision like someone has to go bad, just kind of in summary. I didn't see yeah. the comic personally, so okay. <clears throat> Moving on 
Next question from Lisey Claire. What is your rank? Uh, when I was in, I was a staff sergeant E6. Very cool. And, There's um, not much else to it. I was a staff sergeant. Well, there was one story that people specifically wanted me to ask you about. Um, specifically something about running drills and using uh, a certain pony's name. Huh? Really? Uh, I believe it was... Um, I believe it was Rob who was talking about that there was an instance where uh, you were training recruits. And oh, oh, the Private Applejack story. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Would you be able to share that story with us? Yes, absolutely. This okay. was – so I was a drill sergeant for two years, and the first year I was actually on what we call on the line, that I was with the soldiers through basic training the whole ten weeks, training them to be soldiers and blah, blah, blah. The second year, I was moved to what's called the uh, replacement company, which is that's where when the privates first get off the bus, that's when they get their haircut, they get their medical stuff squared away, they get their finances squared away. So as soon as they ship out two weeks later, all they're focused on is training. So we're a little more relaxed, and we're not exactly, you know, rah-rah screaming all the time. And it was the morning that the group we had was shipping out the basic training, and we had all the privates lined up in the hallway, and me and my senior drill sergeant, Drill Sergeant Willie, were going up and down messing with them. Like, <laughs> like Drill Sergeant Willie would say, privates, you're going to meet your drill sergeants today, and they're most likely going to murder you. And uh, at one point, Drill Sergeant Willie says, hey, you know, Drill Sergeant Hughes here is a brony. Anyone else here a brony? And this kid raises his hand, oh, I am Drill Sergeant. So I walk up to him, cross my arms, and go, really, private." Let me ask you a question. Who's best pony? <laughs> and, and Sorry. Without skipping a beat, kid goes, Fluttershy drills aren't. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> yes. I got him down the front lean rest position, like the push-up position. I said, all right, private, check this out. On the down, you say apple. On the up, you say jack. You keep pushing till you figure out who best pony is. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> The halls of 30th HG rang with cries of Apple, Jack, Apple, Jack. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. I love that. It. Thank, thank it you for amazing. sharing that. You're welcome. That's about the best story I've ever heard. Seriously. Now that's a war story. Let me tell you. Let me see your war face. Oh God. You probably hear that all the time. I'm so sorry. Uh, moving on. Uh, what is the crossover you want to exist but hasn't been created yet? Hmm. I would really like to see a good MLP and Zootopia crossover. Mm. Oh, you're asking a lot from people who are converse from the furry community. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> what constitutes a good crossover? Like, obviously, it's not just Judy Hopps sucks off Big Mac. but <laughs> Well, it can be, but there has to be good plot. That could happen. You never know. Big Mac's got that swag, man. <laughs> dude, like, dude, how, like, what kind of rabbit is Judy? Is she gonna, like, fucking die? Like, is she gonna become, is she gonna be, like, wrapping a condom around a dick? Like, is that how she's gonna look when she tries to do that? I mean. No, no, no. It'll be like the old days, you know, when they used leathers instead of rubbers. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> or, like, sheepskin. Okay, anyway. Or maybe just a cocksock, you know, walk out in this frozen north or some shit. There you go. Okay, we, we understand. You can stop now. <laughs> oh, God. All, All right. right. 
Do we need to move on? Let's move <laughs> okay, on. Okay, but no, I would, I would like, I would like to see a story that makes good use of the characters of Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde. Whether it's someone, you know, I would like to see something other than X gets sent to Equestria or X gets sent to Zootopia. Like maybe something like Zootopia is on the other side of the planet or something. Like it's in the same world or something like that. You know, something like that would be fun. But I don't think anyone in the fandom is as into both fandoms enough and have the talent to make, to make that work. Maybe you should write it then. Oh, God, I said has the talent. <laughs> Get talent. You can oh. do it. I believe in you. I like it, though. I, I, I actually think there is a lot of premise there, especially if it's something like uh, they, they live in, like, the same world, like the like actual planet world, and then mm. like they have to, like, solve a crime that spans both, like, world countries or whatever. Geography. I'm not good at it. Moving on. Oh my god, someone just said Judy Klops. I'm done. Fucking. Oh fucking god, I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> it's time to stop. Alex underscore has questions for Jake the Army Guy. Question number one. What is your funniest anecdote? Uh, the private Applejack story, honestly. What is your second funniest anecdote? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the time in Iraq when uh, me and my gunner were walking back from the chow hall to the tank line and we saw behind the chow hall there was a big pallet full of those starbucks espresso double shot things uh-huh <laughs> and i remember my gunner looks left looks right and says all right Hughes, open your pockets uh okay we stole the entire damn pallet like at least two foot high and a pallet size. We stole that and put it in the bustle rack of the tank and spent the next two weeks out in the sector just fucking tweaking. Fuck you. Oh my so so you didn't sleep for two weeks, right? Pretty much. Man, Iraqis never sound so much fun. <laughs> Fucking that's a that's a new sequel. Sleepless in Iraq. Never fucking sleepless in Baghdad. Sleepless. Never fucking heard that. <laughs> That'd be an amazing sequel. Oh my god. Okay. Uh next question. Uh would you a thing pony? Absolutely. Uh oh. You just went robot, or is it just me? Or is that the government finding out about your uh, your espresso fiasco and coming to exact revenge? Okay, so it's not just it's not just me. Okay, Jake, are you there? Is anybody else there? Yeah, can we all report in? Oh, check, oh. check. Can you me? Okay, yeah, now you're back. Okay, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I just reconnected my mic, disconnected and reconnected my mic. Oh, no worries. Uh. Anyway, you said absolutely, and then that was it. Nuts. So. <laughs> That's horrifying. The whole point of the thing was to be the most horrifying amalgamation of flesh you could think about. Why would you want to fuck that? Like, I know some people are furries, and that's, you know, and, you know, we're all kind of furries here, but to look at the monstrosities in the thing and get a hard on, you need to see a dog. Well, no, it. We did. A, we had a list of fetishes at one point, didn't we? One of those names, and I don't remember what it is, 
was a monster fetish. It was being turned on by anything grotesque. And I, not I monster girls, little on ones. A long list of shit that makes me fucked up and would make normal people run in terror. That's not <laughs> one of them. Hey, I just think <laughs> that we should all open our not only our hearts but our chests to the idea of thing pony. That references. No. Okay, moving on. Sorry, bad joke. Uh, now that we've had the smash hit, the emoji movie, the obvious oh, next step is to oh. capitalize upon another youth phenomenon and produce the fidget spinner movie. What would be the plot of that movie, and why is it an absolutely brilliant idea? The plot of that movie is to finally make it to the short bus. Oh, God. <laughs> no, that, that movie would actually be great because it would once and for so, all prove to me that there's so, no God. <laughs> So, all right, I'm going to pull an enigma here and say I'm getting this visual of this poor little retarded kid fucking doing the army crawl, going in circles trying to get to the short bus. <laughs> and he's got he's got one hand that's constantly spinning the fidget thinger. <laughs> yeah. If I stop he's spinning, up like, he's holding no it up like a periscope. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's the other thing. No legs, no legs. He doesn't, got, he doesn't have legs. He was born without him. Oh, God. So, you know, no, I no, just... no, now, this is, now this is turning into one of those heartfelt, you know, redemption overcoming <laughs> adversity stories. This is becoming a matter of the Titans. I'll never a, stop a, spinning. If I stop a, spinning, a moving, I'll die. A moving tale. A, a moving tale of warm hearts and lives constantly on the move. Starring Hulk Hogan. Dwayne Johnson is the spinner. Just let me catch you my gotta bearings. You got to keep spinning, brother. <laughs> With guest voices by John Cena. Good lord. Oh, Jake and I are best friends now. He did and the same thing. by Morgan Freeman. Oh, I would. I Just would to go make to everybody that. wet. <laughs> produced, produced by Adam Sandler. <laughs> Last but not least, for Jake the Army Guy from Alex underscore, Coke Zero Vanilla. Hell yes. You. Look, I'm trying to lose some weight here, so I think it'd be great to have him a Coke Zero Vanilla. That would... Oh, yes, I'd be all over that. Well, you can technically get it from, like, those um, drink stations at, like, the fast food places, but that also means that you're at a fast food place, and it kind of defeats the point. <laughs> yeah. Kind of defeats the purpose. All right. Uh, looks like there's one last question from Alex. He says, at the end of this month will be the first anniversary of the O'Calhoun interview, which, as far as I can tell, is the first episode of the then Good HIE podcast I ever saw live. Mark the occasion, I'm considering getting a Barcast hat, too. Don't, don't do it! Don't, don't do it! No! Right no, no! Don't do that. Okay, no, he continues on to saying it will only be something small, probably on my arm or maybe my back, so that it's not too visible or ostentatious. So my question is, what sort of design would you recommend Unfortunately, I don't have the room or money to get a design of everyone. I couldn't possibly just pick one of your beautiful OCs to insert permanently and indel indelibly under my skin. So I'm thinking maybe a picture of one of the mugs from the FimFic group logo with the barcast written above or below it. That seems like the level of subtlety I'm going for. But what do you all think? I think you should get it in invisible ink. Yeah, get it flesh-colored. Just, just, like, if you want to get a little, like, drink thing... Like, uh, what is it? Like a mug of beer? Like, I think like, that, a, like a Stein or something that, like that? That's super subtle, and I like that. But no, don't get a Barcast tattoo. That'll don't never do come shit off. in our. Don't do shit on our honor. Uh, you know what? That's it. Don't Alex, we're, Alex, we're cutting you off. We are cutting you off. 
Well, okay. Got too much to drink. Here's, here's a piece of advice from tattoo artists that I've talked to over the years. Never get a name tattooed on your body. If it's not a direct family member, your mother, your father, your child, never get a name, as even a name of a thing, put on your body. Because at some point, you might regret it. Oh, man. Okay. J just long story short, don't get the tattoo. We're honored that people are really liking this podcast, but don't do that. Get my face tattooed on your chest. I, would totally <laughs> I fully support that. All right. We're, we're halfway through, so now let's take a yeah, quick no. second. Hey, Flammenwerfer. Yes. What is the best way you think that we could possibly help real horses in real life? Well, you could go in front of a horse and kill yourself so it'll eat you. Or you could take a look at one of our – at our Patreon. Yes, we do a Patreon where we actually do uh, horse rescue with uh, Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in California. Last week we were, last month we were able to donate $21. Thank you, everyone. We're working on trying to sponsor an actual horse, and his name is – I think it's it, – did we actually actually get a horse called Big Mac Milk? I can't remember. Or it's Little Mac. I don't know. We just give money to horses now. Okay, we give money to horses. Anyway, if you have a second, please consider donating a few extra dollars to the Barcast Patreon. We don't make any money from it. It's all just for charity. Anyway, moving on. Back on track. That's right. These horses have bills too, you know. We have questions for Jake from RK underscore striker underscore JK underscore five. What is your favorite non-MLP franchise, Jake? Oh, that's a tough question. Um... Honestly, going back as far as my childhood, I'd have to say Ghostbusters. Really? Really. I, the original Ghostbusters made such an impact on my life. It's, my, it's to date my favorite movie. I can quote scenes from it. And it's like it's just my favorite movie of all time. The sequel I loved. The TV show I loved. I had all the toys as a kid. I, was, I still kind of collect them from time to time. That new movie physically hurt me. Mm, and yeah. Why did it hurt? And, I, and why did because, the movie hurt you? Okay, I, without getting too deep into it, it it took the Ghostbusters brand and played identity politics with it. But but other than that, the fact that they, if you looked behind the scenes, how dirty they did Ivan Reitman, like basically weaseling him out of any control over the movie, him and Dan Aykroyd, and then the way they basically forced. Uh, Bill Murray to do his cameo in that movie, like saying they would threaten legal action if he didn't do it. That's why you can tell on the in the movie he's so bored he doesn't want to be there. Oh. And just the fact that they again they took my favorite franchise and tried to make a message out of it. Like if it had if, if it had been like if it had been all girls and it hadn't been this whole big girl power thing, it would have been fine as long as they did some sort of uh, passing of a torch, changing of the guard. You know, but they they didn't want to do that. They wanted to play identity politics with it, and it showed a movie with a message that shouldn't have a message sucks. And actually, I don't know if it sucks. I've never seen it. I refuse to. 
I they got pretty that, bad. That's kind of that's kind of what I understand is that it's not necessarily that it was an all girls cast, but rather it, it betrayed the original soul of Ghostbusters, and that's why people are so upset about it. It's not necessarily because an all girl cast because it could have been done right. It's that they purposely went out of their way to do it wrong. Precisely. So yeah. No, I'm I'm backing you up on this, man. I I'll I'll go to I'll go to play for you. Moving on. Uh, do you ever write for other fandoms besides My Little Pony? No, I do not. Really? Nope. Oh, okay. I've thought about writing for other fandoms, but again, I just, for some reason these days, I just can't drum up the motivation to write. I'm just... Would, crossover, would crossovers technically count in that category? Uh, uh, I guess so. Okay. It's kind of like, yeah, it's an intersection, so... Yeah, yeah okay. writing for both fandoms. Okay. Oh, gosh, that means I'm a Five Nights at Freddy's writer. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> oh, God. Shame. I think I'm going to go yeah. cry myself to sleep after yeah. this. Yes. Um, I personally, I personally hope to. Use your tragedy for the day. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And then last but not least from RK Striker, are you the army guy or simply the army guy? Baby, I am the army guy. Hell yes. yes. I, love, I love the pride. Uh, now we have questions from Dash Loon, who says, if you could, would you? Absolutely. Well put. Uh, now from Trickster Forrester. Hey, Jake, bit of a stupid question, but is it illegal to step on ants? No. He's asking because I was walking home earlier and I saw an ant on the back of a puppy. So naturally, I stomped on it in order to protect the puppy from contracting Antzheimer's or something. But when I did, people started to run at me and then proceeded to do and say some rather hurtful things at me. So I'm curious what I did wrong. Since you're an army guy, you might have an understanding of the law and if I did anything wrong. I got nothing. <laughs> Always sunny theme starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, now we have, uh, I guess, a, a picture question from Vlade. Uh, who would win, a stick or a thousand U.S. Marines? A stick, because if you break a stick, now you got two sticks. You yes. break those sticks, you got four sticks. And so on, and so forth. Is this a reference? <laughs> We're just going to reenact this entire thread from 4chan, aren't we? Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what this reference is, but if people laughed, okay, good. Uh, now we There's have only so many Marines. There are infinite sticks. Oh, fair, fair. All right, now we have another shout from the other other guy. So give me a second because this is why he keeps doing it. <sighs> okay, I've been put in a hospital. I think it must be recently built, and I'm the first patient because they call me Patient Zero. Really? My luck is starting to turn around. First, I get an orgy. Then, I get to be cured by a best team of specialists. It's like the world realized that I had cat AIDS and wanted to cure it. Anyway, I'm hearing about an epidemia. Should I worry? Nah, you're fine. Okay, cool. Uh, how confused have you made your recruits feel? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know about confused. Uh, I know I'd say I've made them scared. Like, I've told them, like, my favorite thing to say to them was if I was walking up a hallway and they were in, I'd just say, get out of my way before I kill you. 
And, <laughs> and you know, those first couple days, they don't know that I can't touch them. That's against the rules for me to lay a hand on them, but they don't know that. You know, so those first couple of days, I'm pretty sure there's one or two little privates that think, oh, my God, this guy's going to kill me. That's why we don't let them call home in the first week or so. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm learning so much about the Army today. <laughs> uh, all right. And then next, what is your opinion on soldiers in Equestria Fix? Just, just stop. Okay, just just stop, please. There's one that did it right called Article 2, and that's pretty much it. it. Once that's it, everything else is just edgy and, you know, the equestrians can't fight this kind of war. They need the hero. Do, 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 do. Pretty much, pretty much. It, oh, it, it's insulting to the equestrians, and it's insulting to the army, so just just stop. All right, now we have some questions from Sunbro for Life. Now, I'm actually wearing a Sunbro's t-shirt. Perfect, then you're going to be right up his alley. Number one, you get stuck in a horse town. What do? Hmm. Rape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amazing. Beautiful. That, that hit me just the right way today. Okay. Succinct and to the point. Number two. Well, they're all little ponies, right? They can't stop me. Oh, so you weren't specific as to who was doing the raping. Oh, no. you sweet little, you sweet summer child. <laughs> Number two. What's your favorite video game? Of all time, Resident Evil 4. Oh, solid choice. All right, number three, what's your favorite boss fight? Hmm. Off the top of my head, the Nameless King from Dark Souls 3. Uh, but if I had to pick something old, more old school, probably... Ah, God, I don't know. It'd take me a while. So, yeah, I'll just say Nameless King from Dark Souls 3. All right. Number four, have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? <laughs> I have most definitely accepted Skeletor. He is the only one that can destroy the He-Man. <laughs> Woo! That was great, actually, I have that, to say. That was way better than my joke of an impression. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. I need to know for a friend, what is the best way to win the battlefield? Uh, overwhelming force and good tactics. All you need to do is, if you can flank someone, you can beat them. Get them or in that just, L shape, man. Or just run around the field with a light machine gun like they do in Battlefield, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. That's all you need to do. You can do it with a knife. I mean, you get shot by a sniper, you can just crouch for a couple seconds, and then you're back in the action. Yeah, crouch for seconds, wipe the raspberry jam off your face, and you'll be fine. Yeah. And lastly, number six, do you even praise, bro? Bro, I praise it all the time. The sun and the booty. Woo! All right, now we have questions from fan of most everything. Firstly, sorry again for my delays in judging the unusual shipping contest. It's okay, I'll never forgive you. Secondly, 
In the highly unlikely event that you run out of adorable Applejack pictures, will that mean you won't be able to post any more blocks? Uh, no, then I probably just switch to uh, adorable Twilight pictures. Hmm. I, I sense some heresy here, though, because I, as much as I'm not a fan of Apple Pony, she is a cute. Well, yeah, but if I run out, then, you know, I got to get something new, and Applejack and Twilight is second best pony, so. Mm, okay, all right. I'll, I'll abdicate. I'm not going to fight this fight. Now we Goddamn have... right. <laughs> we have <laughs> questions now from RB-47, who's been returning a lot. It's nice to have you here, RB-. Uh, for Jake. Mac-Dash, eh? Sell me on Mac-Dash. What's so great about Mac-Dash? Okay, well, again, this is all my opinion. You feel free to take it or leave it. But I think that Rainbow Dash is, she's that, that brash, you know, aggressive personality. I think she needs someone quiet and strong that she can sort of, you know, quote-unquote, let her shields down around. Someone that she can feel safe with. And I think that that Big Mac does fits that role very well. And I think for Big Mac, he would need someone that can talk while he, and, you know, she can talk, talk, talk. And all he has to say is, yup, and can keep the conversation going. That, I think they would challenge each other. And I just, I, and honestly, big part of it, I think their color schemes look cute together. Red and blue. I like it. Oh, God. Can you imagine the arguments? Red versus blue. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> Easy jokes, 2017. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. It'll still be interesting. I mean, come on. Who gets the Halo armor, really? All right. Uh, we have Sorry. a... No, no, you're fine. I, I, I don't... <laughs> what do you want me to do with this joke? It's sitting here in front of me on a plate, and I'm like, uh, do I put ranch on it? Do I put ketchup? <laughs> like, like, it's like pineapple on pizza, man. I don't know what to do. Now hold on. I agree with you, but it, there has to be pepperoni on it. So that way you can get that spice and tangy zing mixing together. What, what I like when I order from Domino's is the flat crust pizza with pineapple, beef sausage, and barbecue sauce. That Ooh. sounds interesting, actually. Ooh. Yes. I would try that. Maybe I made a pretty interesting one recently. Barbecue pizza. Same concept, except you just put uh, chicken breast on the top of it, use barbecue sauce instead of marinara, and olives, mushrooms, pineapple, and green pepper, and onion. Yeah, it was good. It was amazing. That sounds delicious. Solid. <laughs> now, I'm getting hungry, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> RB-47 says then, all right, all right, you convinced me on the Mac Dash thing. So... For research, for science, what's your favorite Mac Dash story? Hmm. Uh, at Home on the Range by, uh, by Chief Maximus. It was the story that actually sold me on that ship. So I think it's one of the best. That or um, there's a lot of stories by Captain Unstoppable that, are, that contain Mac Dash. Well, pretty much all the stories. But off the top of my head, I would say... Uh, Maybe it's cold outside by Captain Unstoppable. That's a good one too. Captain Unstoppable is really good. He's definitely one of the more underrated writers on the site. I also had the chance to read him, so I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be at BronyCon, man. I know. I haven't seen him in two years. It's gonna be nice. All right. 
So, you do a bunch of military brony stuff, uh, FOB, Equestria, and etc. Uh, do any of your IRL brothers in arms know about your hobby? Yeah, when I was, uh, when I was at, Fort, at uh, Fort Benning as a drill sergeant, the other drill sergeants knew about it, you know. That was my weird thing. Every drill sergeant has their one weird thing. Like, one guy was super into trucks, one guy super into motorcycles. I'm super into nerd stuff, and part of that's My Little Pony. They, they, they gave me shit about it, but they pretty much just, you know, whatever. That and, you know, there's a good – actually, on uh, on Thursday before BronyCon, I'm going to this place. I'm going to Fort Myer in Virginia. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, Fort Meade in Maryland and meeting up with, like, 30 military friends, and we're all gonna, just going to get drunk and hang out. Oh, that sounds a real, like a really nice time. Um, did they know about your writing? Uh, no, I didn't go that far. Okay, fair. And then they kind of covered, like, did they have any thoughts about it? And it sounds like they're all pretty tolerant on the whole. Yeah, like I said, they laughed at me a little bit, but, you know, that's just how it was. It's how it is in the Army. Everyone has the one thing that people make fun of them for. That's how you get nicknames. Like, that's why I defend the episode, uh, oh, God, what's it called? Where they name her Rainbow Crash and they start hazing her. Because that's how it works in the military, man. You make one mistake, and that's your nickname now. And so it's just all part of being a brotherhood and being friends with each other. You got to rib on each other. So that's basically how it works. It's true. And sadly, Enigma's not here, or else you would see it in action. We're just, we just beat up on Enigma <laughs> all the time because he's so awful. Hash, I, I, I think I just teared a little bit that Enigma's not here. I, I don't get to be mean to anyone. Flam, I can't be Aww. mean at you. I mean, you can. I won't care personally, but fuck off. Next question. Very well. That was the joke. Uh, I know. <laughs> all right. RB-47 says, uh, looking over your profile, I see you wrote a conversion bureau brick and brick, a conversion bureau bureau fic Ugh. in 2017. <laughs> I'll, I'll get this asking questions thing eventually. It's only been a year. Um, in 2017, what were you smoking writing something like that in 2017? Okay, in my defense, I first wrote it in 2011. I wrote it back then, but I – it was the same thing as my first story. I wrote it <clears throat> in like four hours, and I submitted it to uh, someone on PonyChan, and they basically told me it was horrible, blah, 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 and I just didn't feel like fixing it, so I left it there. And then about – a couple of months ago, I was cleaning out my uh, my Google Drive, and I saw it there, and I thought, you know what? Why don't we try to fix it up a little bit? And I added a couple paragraphs. I changed a few little things and decided, well, why not post it? Fuck it, right? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I was working with the chat a little bit. Uh, now there's some questions for a non-pencil. Oh, actually, no, this uh, I'm going to address this to the uh, to the group because RB Dash opens a can of worms that I was hoping we would get to talk about this particular cast. And that is what I, I'm going to change his question a little bit because he was going to ask a non pencil. Why do you write a non stories? And so I'm going to ask you, Jake, why do you dislike a non stories? <sighs> Okay, first off, I dislike them because I've read second-person stories where they don't call the character a non, 
Like, there's one story called Sophistication and Betrayal, which is, it's, it's a very long fic. It's second person waifu faggotry with with rarity, and it's even got sex in it. So you know, it's it's dirty, but it's really really well written, and everyone just calls him nicknames. You know, calls him dude, calls him darling, calls him sir, whatever. And so you don't need to call the character Anon, because the whole point of a second-person story is you're trying to make me insert myself into the story. And my name is not Anon. So when you call the character Anon, well, that takes me right out of the story. And that's as far as just the name Anon. The character of Anon, I can't fucking stand, because he's the amalgamation of all the bad things about 4chan. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> now, as someone who writes almost exclusively a nun, I'm really interested why you consider the character to be almost everything that's bad about a nun. Because I hold a very different viewpoint about the character of a nun. Uh, the character of a nun, in my opinion, is up to the writer. And in a lot of my Anon stories, my Anon is usually a guy that's just down on his luck and he writes snarky humor and gets put into bad situations. He's not always the snide jerk that's an asshole to everybody that he gets kind of the rap for. Um, but why is Anon the everything that's bad about 4chan? Well, and again, I suppose I could be generalizing here. You know, I, I don't know. I, I've read one or two of your stories. Uh, I don't remember them well i'm sorry don't feel bad about that no it, no it's fine i'm an awful writer please there's way better <laughs> no no I, i'm serious there are way better non-writers out there pencil being a prime example i think pencil is a fantastic writer and she doesn't get enough praise but here i am and uh, fuck just I, I suck don't read me but okay but th the point is is that um, yeah, the, you know, I, I, I think I know what you're saying, and yeah, there are people that do it differently, but the ones I see are the ones where, how, do I, how exactly do I put this? He's, like, he's overly sarcastic, he's snide, he's disrespectful, like, I, I saw ones where he always, you know, that bitch rain cunt, you know, or, you know, <laughs> okay. he's this fat ass or something like that, and it's just like, I don't know, it's like he has no respect for other people. And that's a big thing of mine is respecting your fellow human being or pony, whichever the case may be. So here's here's what I I want to take your words and spin them a little bit into. Oh, thanks. Actual, no, no, it, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm going to make you look out to be a nice guy. I promise. What you're saying <laughs> is then at the end of the day, we need to make characters that we like that we write likable. Because if we make all our characters to just be jerks and mean-spirited people, it's going to take people out of the experience. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Okay, cool. See, this is what we do. Like, people were saying, like, I was going to bring you on here and just be an asshole to you about the Anon thing. But no, this is great. We agree to disagree. Things are good. Yeah. Friends. High five. Yeah. We did it. All right. Now then, questions from C squared 08. Who is, oh God! Who is Tweak, and why is he a better author than you? Did someone just fart? No. Did I swear I heard a? Purr. Did you fart, Rav? No. No, I think I, I know what. I, I think I know what this is. Yeah, it's just it's just this, right? It was just my uh, leather chair. Well, Go away. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> okay, okay, thanks, Slam. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, as far as Tweak goes, Tweak is what I initially called myself in the fandom because Tweak was my nickname in basic training because I was a skinny little blonde kid that took everything way too seriously and freaked out all the time. Like the little overcaffeinated kid from South Park, you know, ah, too much pressure. So that was my nickname. So that's why I first went by, especially when I was on Fab Equestria. But then when I came on Fin Fiction, I for some reason wanted something different. And I just figured I want a different nickname. I want something cool. And I couldn't think of anything. So I just said, why not Jake the Army Guy? To be fair, I think Jake the Army Guy is a way more memorable name. <laughs> I do too. Indeed. <laughs> All right, and then last but not least from C squared 08, what is the best way to have a grilled cheese? Gooey. <laughs> Gooey. <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, now questions from Tumare. He starts by saying boop. Boop. And then has questions for Snake the Normie Spy. Number okay. one, who is best princess? Well, I have to say, I think my favorite is probably Princess Twilight. This is Snake talking, not me. Oh, okay. I was just about like, oh shit, what just happened? <laughs> I just, I just had a stroke. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Number Somebody two. please call an ambulance. Number two. Number two. Is there any story you regret writing, even if you didn't post it? Yes, I regret writing Princess Twilight Takes a Walk and Eye of the Beholder because I'm most likely never going to finish them. Oh, feels bad, man. I feel you. Yeah. All right, number three. Which school, Fildy or cult, I don't judge, faggot, would you cram your penis into? Non-sexually, of course. And then there's a little asterisk. Let me find what is in the small print. Nothing personnel, kids. That's what the... Star okay, he's asking what 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 I stick my dick in. What school Philly or cult? Non-sexual, non-sexual, non-sexual penis cramming. Non-sexual so, penis cramming. So hmm. it could be it could be um, they needed an organ transplant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the only way to go in was through the butt. Uh, probably Rumble, because I think he's got a cute mane. I mean, uh, no, that didn't come out right. Shit. Uh, you really like his mane. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really like his mane. 20% more consensual. <laughs> oh, okay. Low impact sensual cuddling. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Oh, thank. Hi, Ravscat. Professionalism. Here we go. Number four. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite episode if you have one? Uh, God, it, you know, for the longest time it was Lesson Zero. I felt that one pretty much like that's the episode I would show someone that never watched the show before. But I think I got to give it to the episode that officially hasn't come out yet. Perfect pair. Oh, wait, that episode hasn't officially came out yet? No, it's it's the next it's the next episode, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. That's when it officially airs. Oh, well, at least I'm back on track. So, yeah, so I won't spoil it for anyone, but I think that's probably my favorite episode now. It's really freaking good. Which one again? Perfect, Perfect pair. pair. Oh. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it goes a little bit into the um, Apple family. 
Got it. So there, so these episodes are already getting fucking leaked again. God damn it. No, no, this was leaked before the hiatus. Yes. Back when oh. they were doing like like the Canada would show two episodes. Oh right. Two new episodes yeah. every week. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. That that it was that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay, never mind. I thought they leaked another one out that was coming after the hiatus. I was about to say, one. like, I'm pretty sure Enigma just like brought everyone together in a voice chat once and just spoiled the whole episode, and I yelled at him for like two minutes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a dick thing to do, man. Anyway, uh, let's see a few extra questions. Number one, someone please tell Alex the tattoo is a bad idea. We're way ahead of you. <laughs> Number two, what is your favorite uncommon slash non-standard ship? Uh, we kind of covered this one, unless you have any any other hot takes you want to add, Jake. Uh, no, not really. I kind of went into it. All right. Number three, uh, we must choose between killing best pony or raping second best pony. What the fuck? And none what? of that. That it's. I guess it's a would you rather thing. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I would kill because at least then they don't have to live with it the rest of their lives. I completely agree with you. Strong feelings to, about that. They subject. have to. They have to live with death the rest of their lives. All right. Now we have questions <laughs> from Shakespeare, please. Who says, firstly, uh, with also a little emoji of you. I don't know if you've seen that they made an emoji of you. Who, me? Yes. What? Yes, you. yes, they did. They made an emoji of you. Here, I'm going to post it in our little chat. Boom. Um, firstly, Semper Philly for a fellow military brony. And also, congratulations on a thousand followers. Yeah, I saw. I just saw that. And it was like, what the fuck? I, haven't, I don't even do anything anymore. Number two. Why is best pony Applejack? Why is Best Pony Applejack? Well, number one, I just think she's really adorable and cute. But I think that she's the most stable of the main six. I think that she is the most reliable and responsible. I like that she has the weight of the world on her shoulders, but she keeps going. She's always willing to lend a hand. That and I'm a sucker for the girl with her freckles. Yes. Oh, the chat is just completely tearing me apart because I skipped a question on accident. I am sorry. Uh, what is your favorite <laughs> author on Fimfic? Ugh, that's a tough one. Like, as far as a friend or just like, who I think is the best author? I guess either. I, either. Show. As Show. an author, I think I have to go with George. He's a fantastic writer. Like, I, I already extolled his, his virtues earlier. And then, uh, as far as being a friend, it's a tie between Captain Unstoppable and Short Skirts. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Uh, number three from Shakespeare Cleaves. Would you prefer to cuddle Applejack sexually or non-sexually? Non-sexually, please. Very fair. Ponies can totally not be for sexual. Number four. For the viewers who have yet to discover you, could you please sum up Under a Luminous Sky in one sentence? Oh, are you still here? Doesn't sound like it. We lost him, Jim. Hashtag dead. 
Hello? All right, you're back now. Okay. Uh, here, my sum up is a pony uh, is killed in, in, in Ponyville, and Canalot sends a mysterious investigator to solve the crime, but it quickly becomes clear that more is at play. Fair enough. Number five. Hey. What is it with bat ponies? Uh, the leafy ears and the fangs and the e e e e and the eating mangoes. It's just adorable. Totally. That I really, I really wish that bat ponies were a real thing. Like I wish they would show them and and not just in the in the 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 Halloween drivers. Yeah. Yeah, I really think they'd be that'd be really cool to have another species out there, but hey, you know what? The last well, the last thing us, I want is for the show writers. To, the last thing I want is for the show writers to listen to me. Total agreement, because we can totally be off base and very short sighted. But yes. um, actually, qu question though: um, if they took something like Bat Ponies, which is a fan creation, and put it into the show, would like someone be able to come forward and be like, well? I made the first bat pony image and posted it here. I own the right to bat ponies. Like... No, because they showed they showed them first. Oh, okay. So it's just a matter of like, not because they had them in what was it the Luna episode, the Halloween episode? Yeah, Luna Eclipsed. Yeah, they had it in that episode. They were able to be able to use them whenever they want. Okay, cool. I was I always wanted that about bat ponies. All right, so number six. Speaking of, uh, oh, it's drinking word time. Speaking of the army, if you were armed with a Swiss army knife, which army would you wield it with, left or right? Uh, right arm, obviously. Perfect. And then it was supposed to be time for questions with Violon, but Violon didn't leave you any questions. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, Violon just left no questions, so... It is not time for questions with Vylon. Vylon well, usually you. comes out and asks the most distressing questions of everyone, and she just didn't do that this week. So, moving on to Totally Not a Brony. Um, oh, do the story about scaring the crap out of knife-wielding denizens of Georgia. Oh, y'all want to hear that story, man? I don't like telling that story, but I'll do it for y'all. Uh, <laughs> this is happening when I was stationed at Fort Benning. I went out to eat at a barbecue restaurant, and I was wearing a – this is back when I wore pony shirts in public, you know. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and as I'm eating, I look over and realize that these three rednecks in the corner are staring at me, like not just casually glancing, but like glaring at me. And I, don't, I just kind of ignored them. And I went to pay. As I go out to the parking lot, uh, the three of them kind of walked out of the shadows a little bit. And I said, uh, gentlemen, can, can I do something for you? Yeah, and they, and they said, yeah, you cannot bring your faggot ass around, our, around this town. Oh. And I said, uh, sir, what are you talking about? And, uh, well, basically what happened, the one dude pulled a knife, the two guys threw me down. I drew my concealed carry pistol, and I would love to say that I had some really hardcore action guy line, like, you're a movie, big boy. <laughs> yeah, I think I Get the fuck away from me! <laughs> and yeah, all, man. they ran off. I reported it to the cops, and nothing ever came of it. So, yeah, it was the first time, first and only time I've ever had to draw. Jesus. Yep. Because I was wearing a Rainbow Dash T-shirt. Jesus. All right. Um, 
now we have questions from Snuffy. And now more funny questions. <laughs> Number one, do you prefer your MLP action stories to have serious or lighthearted action? I like lighthearted action. I, I like stories that remember that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wrote a dark story, so I like dark stories. But I really like fix that remember that at the end of the day, this is a kid show. So zany, cartoony action, I really am a fan of. Zany action. Got it. Yes. Uh, number two, have any of your supervisors ever trolled you about MLP? Uh, not really. Like I said, they used to talk shit every now and then. Like, like when I messed something up, they'd be like, oh, well, like, he's the brony guy. Ha, 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 ha. But it was never anything malicious. All right. Number three, if you were allowed a spray paint, a M1 Abrams, which pony would you put on it? Uh, probably Rainbow Dash, because Applejack wouldn't show up too well in a tan tank. Good point. Let's see, number four. Would you go to a Ponyville Cabaret show? No, I would not. Well, well, in Ponyville, I, I, I take any reason to go to Ponyville. But if you mean like a brony burlesque show, no. Because I don't know if you've looked around, there aren't a whole lot of attractive women in our fandom. I mean, they're out there, but they're kind of not the not the majority. It's totally true. Uh, I'm already this... dating the most attractive one. Pencil, I hope you're hearing this. <laughs> she's in the woods. She's not. She's in the woods, and she is. She's got a a thing. She's got a. She's got like a thing set up where she can collect internet somehow, and she's listening to everything. No, she just had that. Like my spider senses are tingling. <laughs> She's like, I think Priest just did something really dumb. Anyway. All right, now we have some would you... Oh, wait, no. I'm totally messed up again. All right, number five. If you were a pony, what? which would you rather have? Horn, wings, or bitter sl bigger slung? <laughs> well, for one, it's plenty long enough as it is, baby. But... <laughs> uh, well, who said it needed to be longer? You might just want it thicker in the middle. What? So it looks uh, like well, a fucking anal beat or something. Way, anyway, honestly, I'd rather be a Pegasus. I I would love to be able to fly under my own power. Fair. Number six. Now we have some. We have five. Would you rather's for you? All right. Number six. Would you rather go out and have a beer with Luna or have afternoon tea with Celestia? Hmm. I think I'd rather have the beer with Luna. Just because it's not a lot of, not so much pomp and circumstance involved. Oh, total agreement. Although tea can get pretty rowdy at times. Depending. I'll take your word for it. You know, sometimes you just don't cut the crust off the cucumber sandwiches. You just <laughs> you got to live on the edge, man. Number seven. Would you rather work on the farm next to AJ or go pranking with Rainbow Dash? I'd, I'd rather work on the farm with AJ because I love I I'm the kind of guy. Maybe it was the army did it to me, but I like uh, I find I get good feelings after a day of honest labor. So I'd rather work the farm. All right. Next question, number eight. Would you ha rather have shining armor as your superior or flash sentry as your subordinate? I think shining as my superior because. 
He looks like he looks like the kind of leader that you like, that's competent, but is also kind of easygoing and is not going to make your life a living hell. I agree with that. I think there's like the serious side to shining that once like action starts happening, shit gets serious. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Number nine, serve as drill instructor for recruit rarity or recruit Pinkie Pie. Oh my god. Oh god. Pinkie Pie, because it'd be more interesting. Rarity, Rarity would just complain all the time. Yeah, yeah. Rarity is objectively worst horse. What do you... Yes! Thank Woo! you! She's terrible! Okay, I'm sorry. Ugh. Okay, that was really loud. Number 10. <laughs> would you rather go on a friendship mission with Twilight Sparkle or have a wrestling match with Fluttershy? I don't want to hurt Fluttershy, man. So I'd rather go on the friendship mission. I mean, I don't like Fluttershy, but I still don't want to hurt her. All right. Now we have questions from Bleeding Bleeding Sequin. Bleeding Sequin. Not Bleeding Equine. Bleeding Sequin. Um, where is the restart button? Up your butt. He then asks again, please, for the love of God, I actually need this. Where is the restart button? I'm telling you, 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 you put your finger up your butt and start feeling towards the front of your body. You'll feel something in there. That's the reset button. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Okay. Now we have questions from Patchwork Poltergeist, who we just had on last week. And, gosh, she was wonderful. Okay. Uh May I please have a hug? Oh, God, what have we done to her? Of course. Uh, next question. If you could punch one story on this website, in the theoretical face, which one would you punch? Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, I forget the name of the story, but there was a story by a guy called Defender2222, and it was it was a, basically an alternate take on the, on the royal wedding where Twilight was rejected by her friends and became all emo and stuff and then turned into a goddess because she of her feelings. And it was just, it was horrible. Like, it was the most offensively bad, well-written story I've ever read in my life. Like, I felt dumber having read it. So it would be that one, or it would be Background Pony. Jesus. Why would you punch Background Pony in the face? People generally love that fic. I know, and I don't. <laughs> I think it was great when it was just a one-shot, and then it kept going and going and going. I think it's too long. It's too emo. From what I hear, I don't like the way it ended, and I just, I mean, skirts, buddy, pal, brah, I love you. You're a dear friend, but I just do not like that story. I couldn't make it past Chapter 3. I, okay, so I've... I'm happy to hear that I'm not the only person with kind of this hot take on background pony because I stopped after the pinky chapter. I think it's chapter 10 and it just wasn't good. It, it wasn't. It was just like it, 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 he wrote pinky is like pinky just makes references all day long. And the problem with references as Ernest Klein shows, not in Ready Player One, because Ready Player One's a great book, uh, but in Armada, if you do too many references and they're too obscure, they just don't work. 
and people don't like it, and that's why people don't like Armada, and that's why I actually just stopped reading Background Pony after that chapter, just because it, it did not work for me, and I was just like, you know what, if we're going to insert all this, I'm, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah, Skirts is an amazing author, but I think he that one's a flop. Yes. Okay. All right. Back on track. Also, don't have chapters that are like 70,000 words. That's yeah, true. Jesus anyway. fucking Christ. All right, moving on. Uh, Uwe Toll now asks a question. Have you ever visited Middlesex? No, I have not. I've never. The closest I've been to England was on my way to Iraq. We stopped in Ireland. That's as close as I've ever gotten. Apparently, it is a place in England. All right. I, th I think so. Middlesex? I'm pretty sure it's in England. Yes. All right. Now we have questions from Cyberphase on GOTDM. Who says, hello, Jake the Army Guy, I have a few questions for you. Number one, do you play Battlefield, either Battlefield 4, Hardline, or Battlefield 1? No, I do not. I dislike modern shooters. Makes sense. Uh, it makes sense to someone who's actually served. Um, it. L let, me, let me ask you, why do, is it that usually people who have served don't like modern shooters? Because we, we've been there, we know what it's actually like, and it's nothing like that. But for me, it's more of the, I dislike, I dislike, I'm so antisocial, I don't even like gaming with other people. So mm -hmm. I, I dislike the online play, I dislike the fact that one or two shots and you're dead. I prefer a game like Doom, where give me a big gun and get the fuck out of my way. Beautiful. Alright, number two. Uh, what are the best and worst crossover ships? Crossover ships? Yes. Huh, I'd have to think about that. Um, hmm, anything involving Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> so Sonic and Jesus. Okay, count, so right? now you just listed the best one. So what's the worst? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I, I, I can't say anything. All right. Gotta go fast. Oh, stop. Next question. Gotta go hang myself. Uh, who is worst pony and why? And why is it clearly rarity? It's rarity because... And now here's the thing. I kind of like rarity in some of her episodes. I like how she's generous. And sometimes she can be written well. But for the most part, she's a whiny little bitch, man. And the whole fashion, fashion, fashion gets a little annoying. Now, granted, I don't like a pony that's all apples, apples, apples. So I can't really speak that well to it but i just don't like her like you look at what was the last episode with her and applejack um honest apple i think it was called the whole conflict could have been stopped by rarity she caused the entire problem it, it it's true it's really true but on the other hand now we have the strawberry mare but this that if that episode didn't happen we wouldn't have had the strawberry mare that hates apples that's true that's true because I want to see them shipped in a story. Applejack and Strawberry Mare. Oh, that'd be a good one. Are you kidding? It'd be all hate fucking. <laughs> and Nothing but hate fuck. And that's a problem how? It's not a problem for me. I'm voicing somebody else's opinion. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Number four. Do you know what a food pony is? A what? A food pony. Uh, is that like the, the pizza pony? Yes. Then yes, I do. Uh, if so, which food ponies would you nibble and take a sip from if possible? Uh, I've seen the Coke pony. I'd probably do the Coke pony. 
Okay. The uh, cocaine pony or the Coca-Cola pony? Well, uh, you use your imagination. Porcainola. Oh, <laughs> oh, I will. I will. Wouldn't just like cocaine pony just be strung out all the time? It just they would. They <laughs> would be splayed out. Yeah, like, no. Much... Cocaine pony would die from snorting itself. Cocaine Pony would always be splayed out, and she'd always look at you alluringly like, why don't you take a whiff of the scent I used in my bath today? <laughs> Cocaine Pony looks over. Did you smell that, or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, moving on. Number five, another fuck Hill Mary between Nightmare Moon, Daybreaker, and Eris. Kill Eris because fuck Discord. Uh, I'd say fuck uh, Daybreaker because you got that hot pussy. <laughs> and then marry Nightmare Moon because she actually has some character to her. All right. And then number six, have you read Marine and Equestria? No, I have not. Probably smart. All right. <laughs> so... Uh, now for the Barcast and guest. Jake, you and the Barcast have been given a mission to capture a fortress for either 10B or destroy it for 5B. Uh, I guess that's billion. And it's being used as a main headquarters for the enemy, so you have a few options to do this. A, go in stealthy and kill all the enemies like it's Assassin's Creed. B, go loud and grab whatever weapons you want to use, even if it's as old as dirt. Or C, do both like it's one battlefield mission. Uh, huh. There would honestly be a charm in storming a modern, uh, modern fort with fucking like old Springfield muskets. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that, that has some character to it. Oh, definitely. Man, that charge, my boys. Yeah, we just get old red coat uniforms like tally ho, boys. <laughs> Fix bayonets. Hop 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 hop. I'm out of ammo. Two fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Two fisticuffs. <laughs> All right, number, oh, good Lord. number two. Which three object ponies would you use every day for a month until they went back home? Like PC pony and fidget spinner pony, etc. There's a fidget spinner pony? Oh my fucking God. I'm too scared to Google it. Uh, Okay, I'd say I would use the Firefox pony because I use Firefox and she's adorable. Uh, past that, I have no idea. Fair. Let's see. Is there a flashlight pony? Yes. It's basically <laughs> just it's 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 Lyra Prushy, but instead of genitals, they it's just a hole so you can put your own in. It's it's funny because I it's funny because I remember that whole fiasco and when I said flashlight pony, I did oh not take God, into account. Why? I did not take that. Milk, why? Why would you milk. do this? Milk, why? what did you fucking do? What is no. wrong with you? I'm sharing it no. in the chat. I'm sharing it <laughs> no. in the chat and I'm putting No. I'm putting it up. God. Just 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 take <laughs> that in. Just take it's that in. It's terrible because you you mentioned it and I had literally just seen the picture today. Guys, oh. you look at this right now and you tell me if there is a god. It it's over. Game over, man. It, that's it. Bronyism is dead. I'm done. <laughs> he has abandoned us. All right. Final final question from Cyber to priest, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Spoiler, about 711 pounds on a good day. Okay, moving on. Now we have questions from Bendy. 
And we're running short on time, so uh, we're trying to speed through these. Uh, okay. To Jake, why does there need to be more female human X stallion fix? I honestly think that that's a good idea. It's something that's never. It's something that I've only seen it done well once, and that was by Darf. Which, by the way, I missed that perverted bastard. But I mean, yeah, that's it's like we have all these human on fe you know human male on female ponies. Let's get some egalitarianism in here, boys. Come on. What, what's, do you century. remember what story? I think I read that story by him. Which one was it again? It was called like Girls Night In or something like that. Oh, it was, I think I know exactly the one you're fucking talking about. Okay. And yeah, it was actually pretty good. And then Darf went crazy. Well, Darf, yeah. Darf did one and Holy did one with Sunset Shimmer. I know I tried to write one, but it was awful. Was, and, yeah, but wasn't that the one where Sunset Shimmer just got fucked by a horse? Yeah, no, that, that is, uh, <laughs> that's what Holy did. What I did is I had Anon from Equestria go over to the Equestria Girls world, but he turned into a pony, and then Fluttershy fucked him. <laughs> okay, that one. Well, that was a couple, that was a couple, that, was a couple that, was, that went a few ways, definitely, but that works. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, question number two. Would you bend over for Rarity to take your measurements? To take my measurements, like, like take my measurements or <laughs> take your measurements. I think it's open ended because he then follows up by saying, "Just bending over, there are absolutely no food of penises involved." Okay, then yeah, sure. Well, no, no food, no food of penises. Fucking then, fuck no, I'm not bending over. Goddamn heresy. <laughs> All heresy. But if you, if I am bamboozled in this event, I'm coming back with for vengeance. To which you will be Schmeckeldorfed. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Number three. Does Rainbow's cum taste like Skittles? God, I hope not. They're so It'd be creepy. It, yeah. I don't how much pineapple do you have to have in order for that to happen? <laughs> that's actually an odd that's I've actually thought of something like that. Yeah, fucking pineapple or it tastes like Skittles, yeah. But like, what if the aftermath of an act like this, and you taste your favorite food. Like, how would that? How fucked up would you be after that? I I don't, I don't know, man. It, that would they would throw me for life. Like, yeah, that'd be a, a, a moment I would never forget. Like, I'd worse. look I'd look up from my satisfied lover, and I'd be like, chicken tenders. What the fuck? Chicken tendies? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like. And then, then I'd ask, how much fucking pineapple did you eat? I don't even know how to respond. I think you just broke me. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, now we have a comment from Enigmatic Otaku who asks, have the viewers started making assumptions yet, seeing as both Pencil and I are missing? And the answer is yes. I have been trying so hard not to comment in the chat how everyone's been talking about how Pencil and Enigma have apparently eloped and moved to Mexico to get on the other side of the wall. And we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Moving on. Question from Thunderblast, who I haven't seen before, so I'm guessing he's a fan of yours, Jake. Um, Jake, if you had to choose any stallion in MLP, main character, or background, cough, Applejack, cough, even an R63, who would you choose? Hmm. Rumble? No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably Shining Armor. I like that choice. 
All right. Uh, then Shakespeare Cleese then provides you with an adorable Applejack, Aww. which is in our little group chat here. And then last but not least, Alex underscores exclaims at the top of his lungs that Pencil and Enigma have eloped to Mexico. So that actually um, covers all the questions that are in the thread. Uh, if anyone has any final questions for the Twitch stream, um, go ahead and post them now. Uh, and there's already one from the Invisible Davis who says, Congratulations, Jake the Army Guy. You've been pre-selected as the victim for my next Brony Call video. Uh, Invisible Davis watches these occasionally and then creates little animated kind of like best of reels. Do you accept this position that I've offered to you? Sure. All right. You, you've, there you go, Davis. Just ruin our lives some more. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if there are any final questions before we sign off, um, Jake, do you have any like kind of closing thoughts or any kind of, uh, I don't know, any last few things to say? Uh, um, Applejack is best pony, uh, Metallica is best band, and uh, I'm awesome. Well, hold on. No, 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 no. One of those things that you just said there, I take great offense to. Bitch, I will cut you. Say it. I dare you. <laughs> Megadeth is better. Bitch, it's on. I see you. I'm going to slap you in the face. Uh-uh. No. Megadeth <laughs> grew and has become a better brand overall compared to Metallica because everything after the Black Album was subpar at best. Well, no. Kill yourself. You can stop right now. <laughs> No, 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 no. Like Garage Days, Garage Days uh -uh. was okay. Uh -uh. San Anger was bad. Even though the songwriting is okay, just the, the recording process was terrible. Load was all right. Reload, I did not like it. Death Magnetic, please no. But Megadeth, on the other hand, evolved. Peace Sells and Who's Buying is an amazing album. Rust in Peace is a great album. Uh, gosh, I almost called it Systematic Chaos. Uh, you know what? You're right. They did evolve into a bigger toilet. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? Have you listened to the same Trust? <laughs> oh, God. And Euthanasia? Come on, guy. Okay. <laughs> I guess I can't really fight you there, but but head but uh thirteen's no, a good you, album. You can stop that. Okay, you can stop. sorry. Thirteen was awesome, yes. <laughs> I haven't listened to the new album, I haven't listened to Asylum, and uh, the system has failed is a good album. Oh, oh Patchwork Poltergeist agrees with me. See? There. Uh, okay, there is one more question from the chat. What is best anime? Uh, I'm not a big anime fan, but probably uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, good choice. Mm. Good choice. That or saying... the only other one I've really watched is Assassination Classroom. Assassination not saying... Classroom? Not saying girls in pans are absolutely fucking disgusting. Generacy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch anime, and I have other places to go. Up. If I want to see big anime titties, I can see them naked on the, on the internet. I don't need to watch anime. Okay. But that's Very but fair. that's lewd. <laughs> that said, that is all the time that we have. It is time for us to wrap things up. Jake, I had a wonderful time. I think we all had a really wonderful time and we really hope we can have you back sometime. This was really Was it as good for you as it was for us? <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> But no, no, I had a blast. And if y'all ever want me back, just let me know. I'd love to come back. 
we'll definitely we definitely will because everyone really enjoyed it we i think we topped out at 22 23 people watching this week which is really good um next week we are going to be off the air because we will be at BronyCon. And hopefully we have a very special video that we'll be working on because we're going to be seeing a lot of people that we've had on this cast before. So hopefully yes. maybe we'll be planning something a little devious or not. Maybe we just won't have a video. and It'll be awful. Indeed. We're going to strap or, or, a GoPro to your head and we're going to just walk around and talk to people. That, that, that could end, be it, actually. We'll just drink a lot and get shit That and Raven Enigma may do a sad cast, you said? Oh yeah, no. If if yeah. Rav and Nigma work on it, they may do a uh, thing for mugshots. So it'll be uh, really nice. And uh, I'm not going to acknowledge any sort of panel. Actually, uh, Jake, do you have any panels that you're going to be doing on at BronyCon? Yes, actually, I on a, at eleven o'clock on Friday, directly after opening ceremonies in the Hall of the Stars, I'll be giving a panel about media relations, how to interact with the media at conventions. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Everyone be sure to tune into that. And then on Saturday, if you have time, and you probably won't, and that's fine, uh, at 11 a.m., I'm going to be doing a panel on themes and writing themes correctly in stories. And then later on at 1 a.m. that same day, I'm going to be teaming up with Shakespeare, Cleese, and Anon Pencil, and with some other folk to talk about how to write horse porn well, which is oh, yes. a thing. So go to those. Or don't. Just go to Jake's. Go to Jake's, please. It'll actually be good. <laughs> so, thank you for watching this week's episode of the Barcast. Um, we had a really good time. We hope you did. And Pencil will be back next time. So, maybe. She will. She <laughs> will! <laughs> this has been Flab and Werfer. I'm here. Milk. Bye. <laughs> Ravage. I got two stories for Jake, and none of you can hear it. And, of course, the wonderful Jake the Army Guy. Later, everybody. My name's Flutter Priest. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello, Akbar! Yeah.